0: I mean, I was told by my film professor, there are films and there are movies. And sometimes you've got to know what you're walking into. Yeah. See, but I come from a time when movies were films. You have 15 movies that I think are just absolutely perfect for you to watch for Halloween or just for the rest of the month of October. I've never really had a love for horror films like everyone else does, but I've still seen my fair share of spooks. I have a solid list of spooky movies here. That I think you'll really enjoy a lot of versatility if you want something not too old, not too new, animated. It doesn't matter. There's gonna be at least one movie here that you're gonna walk away loving and thanking me that I recommended it to you. A couple of things before we start this episode. Number one, we're still underneath an actor's strike. Writers got their deal. The actors are still waiting some form of a deal to take place in the next few weeks. None of this would be able to be happening without them, so we thank them and we stand it fully in solidarity with them. And two, if at any point in this episode you find yourself somewhat entertained, leave a review, share this. It helps the show so much. It keeps the lights on, it keeps the fridge full. It's a very rough economy right now. We can't afford to really struggle in any way. With all that out the way, let's go ahead and dive into the list. Alright, so before the main 15 movies, here's just some honorable mentions that didn't make it onto the list somehow. Number one, Nightmare Before Christmas... I love this movie, but I think it's just a tad bit overplayed and overrated, and I watched it recently, it didn't really hit for me at all. Kinda just, meh. It's very iconic, I love Jack Skellington as a character, super cool, he's definitely fire, but the overall movie, I don't mind it, but I don't really love it either. Another honorable mention that I didn't even know wasn't on the list until just now, Psycho from Alfred Hitchcock. I guess I must have just forgotten about this movie entirely. 1960, one of the best films ever made in general, but an uh, incredible horror as well. Five stars, easily. If you haven't seen it, you're really missing out on a great one. A couple more honorable mentions going into this episode. Definitely Donnie Darko takes place leading up into Halloween, and he's just literally me. I love him so much. As well as really anything M. Night Shyamalan. He gets a lot of hate, but his screenplays are definitely very cool concepts that he just executes in his own way. Are they perfect films? By no means, but they're definitely very entertaining, which is all you really need. All right, so with the honorable mentions out of the way, Here's my main 15. Just for clarification, this is in no specific order besides alphabetical order, so this isn't a ranking by any means. It's probably impossible for me to rank all these movies because I love them all so much. So, starting off the list, number one pick is Alien from Ridley Scott. I think this is science fiction horror at its peak. It's a very, very small club of just incredible science fiction horror movies up there, and Alien is by far one of the best. I think one of the most iconic monsters in film in history. As well as the poster for this film being, I think, one of the best posters ever. The tagline, no one can hear you scream in space, is just perfect. Sigourney Weaver and Sarah Karn definitely solidified what female action stars can be. And Sigourney Weaver in this film just plays one of my favorite characters just in movies in general, not even just a female character. She's just awesome in the first one and the second one. The alien for this movie is absolutely terrifying. Everything's done practically in the directing from... Really, Scott just compliments this so well. Films like these really can never be taught because of their practicality and nothing will ever come close to what they did. After Alien, my next pick is American Psycho. It only seemed right that I picked a little bit of Sigma for Halloween this year. You can't really go wrong with a film like this. It's definitely very weird. I think American Psycho just works better as a comedy. When you look at it like that, it's just hilarious in every single scene. Christian Bale is one of his most iconic performances, gives something so great. And in every single Christian Bale movie after this one, I think to myself, he's just playing Patrick Bateman in every single role and he's having so much fun with it. Look at the Dark Knight trilogy. He's literally just being Patrick Bateman as Batman, which is pretty cool. In The Prestige, he's just being Patrick Bateman with some wizard shenanigans. Even in Howl's Moving Castle, he's just a variant version of Patrick Bateman that's just literally a big bird. Even in Little Women, when Christian Bale played Laurie, he was just preparing for Patrick Bateman. He was born for this role, and this movie is just absolutely perfect for Halloween. After American Psycho, I have The Conjuring, and I think that The Conjuring is definitely one of the best films from the 21st century, one of the most influential horror films moving forward past that point. James Wan is just an incredible horror director, director in general, but just really mastered what it can be with The Conjuring. And I feel like every movie after The Conjuring Wants to be The Conjuring in some way. Even The Conjuring 2 from James Wan wanted to be this one and it just failed. I think there's so much just scary imagery, a very scary story, and bringing this world to life and to the big screen unlike anything we'd ever seen before. And I really can't wait to see what else they do with this world. This world definitely took a big dive after James Wan stepped away and they really expanded it into The Conjuring cinematic universe for some weird reason. I don't think it should have been done like that, but, you know, that's the way they took. This film definitely started it all, and it's great. After The Conjuring, I wanted to give some love to the stop-motion animation field. I had to give it to Coraline, by all means. Somehow it has stayed in the limelight after all these years, and it's just so beautiful. It's so good. So much depth to the story I really have to explore. I would be lying if I said it doesn't scare me to this day. I think it's definitely better than The Nightmare Before Christmas or The Corpse Bride or any kind of animation horror movie. I think that Coraline did it so differently, and just in a better way than everything else. Even after 10 years, this film has aged like fine wine, and I think you'll love it even more this year for Halloween. Coraline is great, but I don't think it would be here if it wasn't for one of the most influential films of all time, The Exorcist from 1973. The Exorcist by far is one of the best horror films ever made, but one of the best films in general as well, as well as having one of the best posters ever made, and just inspiring so much of media and so many directors that work today. Absolutely beautiful winning execution from just the background story from both of the popes. And the family it's a film that can definitely be very hollow but just finds itself with so many depth story and so much thematically rich themes that you can dive into for hours on end which is just very almost rare for films in this genre and the exorcist is one of those that just does it so well the exorcist is one of those films that does it all so well from the score to the acting to the set design all those practical effects Very, very scary and intimidating imagery. When you think of the horror genre, this is definitely one of those films that come to mind immediately. The Exorcist Believer came out recently, and I haven't seen it personally, but I've seen a lot of hate online. People saying it's terrible, a disgrace to the original Exorcist, disrespectful in every single way. So, just to play it safe, just go back and watch the 1973 masterpiece, The Exorcist. When you think of stop-motion horror films, you're probably going to think of films like Coraline, or you're gonna probably opt to Nightmare Before Christmas or The Corpse Bride. But recently, like last week, I watched Frankenweenie from Disney, and this film really kind of came and went when it came out. And I watched it again. It is, I think, very very cool. It's not the best stop motion film for me by any means. It's not even in my top five. But I definitely found a way to enjoy it a lot. I had seen it before, but this was a much needed rewatch because. I found out that Frankenweenie is by far the best lit stop-motion film to date. Not my favorite, my favorite stop-motion film is still Fantastic Mr. Fox, but Frankenweenie is presented in black and white, and it just uses shadows so perfectly. Every single frame is a work of art in this movie, and you need to watch it as soon as possible. Doesn't have the best plot, the movie's kind of meh, but just the cinematography is dang near perfect, I'd say. Say what you want, you may not believe me, but just trust me. It's definitely worth your time to watch it. It's only like an hour and 20 minutes long. So yeah, see it as soon as possible. I think Tim Burton definitely pulled a lot of inspiration from your classic universal horror films, a little bit of The Exorcist, and applied it here. This was definitely supposed to be Disney's modern day Nightmare Before Christmas, and it kind of missed the mark a little bit for me. A lot of people just kind of forgot it existed, so I want to bring it back to life a little bit. After Frank Nweenie, a film that I hadn't watched in a few years, I rewatched earlier this month, Get Out from Jordan Peele. And this movie is just absolutely perfect. Prior to my rewatch, I had it at a 4.5 out of 5. And when I was watching it, I was just telling to myself, there's no reason why this movie is not perfect. I cannot find a single flaw in this film. It's so good. I think the best thing about this movie is just contextually, the story behind it being made and also just the time that it came out released in 2017 and as soon as you saw the first trailer you knew this movie was going to be an absolute classic it was just a cult classic from the first trailer which is very very impressive Donald Trump had just became president and I think contextually it was a film that a lot of people really needed at the time and it just landed to the world at the perfect time and it was so good but just for Jordan Peele, and he had a great team behind him working on this movie, but as a director and as a writer, being able to come into the filmmaking field and being considered one of the best of all time immediately, that's definitely a very impressive feat. And in your directorial debut, also winning an Academy Award for Best Original Screenplay is nothing to scoff at. His other two films after this aren't perfect. I didn't really love Us. I didn't really absolutely adore Nope like I did for Get Out but still, he's just one of the best directors working today. I love everything that he's been putting out, and Get Out is definitely his masterpiece you should watch for Halloween. Keeping this list going is actually Gremlins, a film that you can actually kind of consider a Christmas film, but it plays both sides like The Nightmare Before Christmas. I watched this movie a good bit growing up, and I absolutely love it. It definitely scared me growing up, for sure. I couldn't even sleep some nights, but just the character and the mythology of this world is just so cool, and it's pretty sad to say, but it's kind of just fading. I feel like not a lot of people know about this movie or really even care anymore. It's just kind of fading out of existence. It's starting to be forgotten. I heard there was a sequel in the works, but if it came out, it's probably going to flop horrendously because no one really needs or cares about a Gremlins 3. Gremlins 2 was also pretty weird, and I don't really want to talk about that film at all. But Gremlins 1 is still a film that I love so much, and you should definitely watch it. Keeping it up here is Hereditary, A24's best horror movie. This is horror at its absolute best, 5 out of 5. This film is incredible. I really can't say anything that I already have about this movie. Go watch it as soon as possible. That's all I really have to say. The mind of Ari Aster is very twisted and evil and dark, and it's so good somehow. You won't expect anything that this film throws at you. Dare I say it's the greatest ever made? I don't know if anyone really argue with me, because you can make that argument, and it definitely holds up for sure. Enough's been said. Go watch Hereditary. It's not summer, so this film doesn't really work, I guess, but Jaws from Steven Spielberg is also a great horror film that you could definitely throw into this Halloween. doesn't really fit the vibe because it takes place in like July, and we're in October. But you know, if you really yearn for summer to come back like I do, you're gonna need a film like this. But Steven Spielberg, dare I say he's my favorite director of all time. It's a very tough competition, but I do love Spielberg. And with this film, it was really the first big summer blockbuster film. I think it made like a billion dollars when you adjust for inflation. And it's just a masterpiece. I got a chance to see it in IMAX last year. And it holds up to this day. The effects, the acting, the story, it never once feels corny or feels dated it's just so good. I really I really can't say much about it that already hasn't been said. It holds all of the charm and all of the endearment that Spielberg can bring to any project, yet also delivers with all of the heart-pounding and tense moments that you need for this spooky season. Next up, if you need a great comedy, is just Scary Movie. I think Scary Movie is just absolute lightning in a bottle when it comes to just film in general, and definitely the best dumb comedy film ever made. I don't think that will ever be topped They made like six other scary movies, and none of them even came remotely close to the first one. It doesn't matter if I hear these jokes on repeat for ten years straight, I'll laugh at them every single time for ten years. There's some other comedies that may come close to the best dumb comedy film, but by far, a scary movie will never be dethroned, in my opinion. You know it wouldn't be a spooky season list if I didn't have The Shining from Stanley Kubrick. The director that can do it all. He can do horror. He can do sci-fi. He can do period piece. He can do a war film, a drama film, and he'll make a masterpiece out of it. If I gave Stanley Kubrick the script for The Exorcist Believer, he would turn it into a masterpiece. That's how good of a director he was. I think that speaks in spades for how good of a filmmaker he was. We lost him way too soon. This is definitely the film that is, for a lot of people, the best in his filmography. I'll definitely pick 2001 over any film in general, any day, but... Jack Nicholson in this role, one of the best performances of all time, that axe hammering against the door as he screams, here's Johnny, will forever ring throughout pop culture. And definitely also one of the best adaptations for a film ever, being adapted from a Stephen King novel. He definitely did deliver in spades for this movie, and it will probably definitely sit in that cult classic realm forever. It's not my favorite horror of all time, though. That's coming in a little bit. The next film on the list is actually one of the most recent horror films, Talk To Me, from A24, directed by Michael and Danny Filippo, the Rocker Rocker Brothers. We had a review for this movie when it came out, so I'll kind of echo what I said here. Go listen to that episode if you haven't already. I think this movie is still one of the best of the year. By far, it's aged on me very well. What I said about it still holds up. One of the scariest films of the year and definitely of the decades so far. Just a really brilliant screenplay. Very cool Practical effects, a lot of body horror and scary body imagery going on in this film. It is definitely a fun ride from start to finish. A film that's already getting a sequel, I think a prequel as well. And a film that is very cool. You can definitely explore on it so much. So many great performances, such great directing. Directors who you can really tell love what they do and love film. And applied it to this film in every single aspect. So yeah, go watch Talk To Me. I think you could probably stream this one or buy it on VOD. I don't know how much money it made, A24 has been kind of slacking in the box office, so go and support all of their works for sure. Only two more films left, one of those films is the greatest horror movie ever made, The Thing from John Carpenter, say what you want, argue all you want, I don't care, this is the greatest horror film to ever touch this earth. When I heard about the screenplay, before I even watched it, I knew, that sounds incredible, there's no way this movie isn't 5 stars. And I watched it last month in September and I realized, oh my gosh, this is the greatest horror film ever made. A guessing game trying to figure out who is the monster amongst these men. And that makes it so much fun and so incredible. Even the ending. I won't spoil it, but the ending is one of the best endings in film history. Debate a wall if you want to. I don't care. This is the best horror film of all time. And it will never change. You can stream this one on Peacock or just buy it on Amazon, buy it on 4K, whatever you need to do to watch this movie. Go watch it as soon as possible because you're missing out. The last film on this list is Wallace and Gromit, Curse of the Were-Rabbit. Watched it earlier this year. The directing, the animation is absolutely incredible. A very fun story and just surprisingly overall, very, very solid. You may think I'm joking. You may think I'm kidding, but yeah, go watch Wallace and Gromit. It's an absolute classic. I would honestly put Wallace and Gromit, Curse of the Were-Rabbit, ...over Nightmare Before Christmas. I would also put Wallace and Gromit, Curse of the Were-Rabbit over The Corpse Bride. I'll keep going. I would put Wallace and Gromit, Curse of the Were-Rabbit over anything from M. Night Shyamalan. Not really saying much there. I would put Wallace and Gromit, Curse of the Were-Rabbit over The Exorcist. Yeah, I said this is one of the best horror films ever made. Grow up. Please, debate a wall if you want to, because I know I'm right and you're wrong. Alright, so before we go, a quick recap of this list, and reminder, this is just in alphabetical order, I'm not ranking these by any means whatsoever. I have Alien, American Psycho, The Conjuring, Coraline, The Exorcist, Frank and Weenie, Get Out, Gremlins, Hereditary, Jaws, Scary Movie, The Shining, Talk to Me, The Thing, and Wallace and Gromit, Curse of the Word Rabbit. Well, that wraps up this quick little episode. I know I pissed off like about 90% of fans of the horror genre at the very end there, but I'm speaking the truth here. Just live with it. Stay tuned by following us on all of our socials. The next few weeks, we're going to be talking about Martin Scorsese's Killers of the Flower Moon. Comes out next week, Thursday. Gotta buy my tickets like right now. Sony's Surf's Up. We're also going to be talking about Invincible before Invincible Season 2. That's going to be a whole lot of fun and some other fun episodes as well. If you found this episode fun even a little bit, then leave a review, share it, Really helps us out a lot and until next time, I'm Rose Logan, and I'll see you in the